It's worth knowing what's really going on. This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Donald Trump has been indicted in Atlanta. We have so many court dockets to follow, but we haven't really seen anything yet. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has covered every moment of this historic case. I've been writing about this investigation for two and a half years. Our team is led by reporters Bill Rankin and Tamar Hallerman. Follow our coverage on AJC.com and listen to new in-depth episodes of the award-winning podcast, Breakdown, the Trump Indictment, only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. You all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. This, my friends, is Access Atlanta. It's a new podcast that shares the best things to do, see, eat, and experience. Welcome to Access Atlanta. I'm your host, Shane Harrison, and this week I'm here again with uh, one of our staff writers, Bo Emerson. Welcome, Bo. Thank you, Shane, for having me. So you are here to talk about something that sounds really cool, actually, uh, some some new art at the High Museum that is now a part of their collection, right? Yes, I saw them uh, sort of nailing some of them up the other day, and uh, they're actually a lot more careful with them, uh, as you might imagine. <laughs> They're not just sticking nails to them, but uh, uh, the they all came from uh, Doris and Schalke uh, Shaheen's private collection, uh, which they started buying back when Monet's and and uh, Renoir's were just a couple of hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a just a some, some chump change, yeah. Right? Well, yeah. It, it, it sounds like a lot until you see what those turn into. Oh well, know? yeah, yeah. They're worth a lot more than that now. Yeah. yeah. He just sold uh, a Picasso, I guess, a couple of years ago for fifteen million, and okay. he bought it. Uh, he bought it for five hundred thousand. So he wow. did well with that. Yeah, one. that's that's a pretty good uh, return on your investment. But he's uh, a, a canny uh, fellow. I, I, I talked to Schalke. Uh, Doris was not feeling well. Had just uh, gotten a hip replacement but or broken her hip. But in any case, uh, 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 Schalke has a uh, fantastic uh, business within the warehouse uh, uh, world and has built that up from, from zero to, uh, uh, to a fairly huge enterprise. And uh, as a result, had some, you know, had some time and some cash and such to play around with and has assembled one of the great impressionist art collections in, in Atlanta and maybe on the East Coast. Right. And so now it's, uh, you know, it's, it, has it been gifted to the high? They gave them to the high, and uh, 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 Shaki said, uh, uh, we've been looking at them for 30 years. Now it's everybody else's chance. Right. <laughs> well, that's nice. Yeah. It's nice to, that everybody will get to enjoy. Uh, it's a super impressive uh, gift, and uh, the folks at the high say that really nothing compares with it uh, except back in the 50s when I think it's Samuel Kress gave them their first collection of European mm-hmm. art, right. and that was kind of the beginning of the High Museum. Right, right. So that's it's a pretty pretty impressive thing to be able to go and see now, uh, and it's actually going up this week, right? Friday, the twenty second is when it opens, and what they're going to do is they've created the Doris and Shalki Shaheen Gallery at the High on the second floor. 
in the uh, Stent family wing. That's the yeah. Meyer building. Uh, right. And yes. uh, uh, it's uh, so it's always going to have their name on it. And for a while, I think I'm given to understand for about five years, it will just have their collection in it. So that whole right. gallery will be full of the Shaheen collection. will give you a chance to see what they got and when and, and sort of what their tastes were. It's right. a very coherent a uh, bunch of paintings. Huh. So it, uh, how many How many are there? It's 24 paintings, and uh, right. I was just going to uh, check on, there's there's multiple paintings of various uh, various artists. So uh, let me see here. There's, uh, there's at least one Matisse, uh, two Matisses. Uh, there's a bunch of Pissarros. Uh, there's a Modigliani, uh, a, a Sisley, and uh, three Monets, and I think there's just one Renoir, but um, uh, from right. early and late in a lot of these different careers. Right. So it's it's it sounds like it's a, a lot of uh, French impressionists. It's all yeah, it's all French guys. Yeah. Uh, 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 they they said the Americans have not gone up in value as much as the French. Oh well, yeah. I, I <laughs> that's yeah, sort of the way it goes. Although you never know; those things can turn around. But that's right. But yeah, that's uh, it's a pretty impressive uh, collection, and it's something that I think everybody will want to see. I you know. Monet. Whenever, whenever there's a Monet exhibit, just Monet brings in tons of people. So, a chance to actually see a few of those, uh, and now part of the permanent collection. Maybe it'll bring people to town just to see them. Well, he's not done. Also, oh, by wow. the way, uh, the the high didn't want to say anything about this, but I note that there has been a, um, a, a another couple of purchases that may well end up coming their way. So he says they still have a few holes in the collection. They need ah, a, they okay. need another Renoir. Ah, okay. They need a <laughs> Renoir. That's right. Yes. Doesn't everyone? So we wrote about this on Sunday. and uh, it's, That was Sunday, it, November? November the 17th. November 17th, And, uh, yes. and it's uh, probably still up online. You can find it. And, oh, yeah. You can definitely find the story online. Uh, go to AJC.com or just, you know, type in Google, AJC.com, and... Um, you know, high museum, and that'll probably be pretty high up there. That'll get it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you can find out all about all of the different uh, things that are uh, going to be uh, at the high museum starting on Friday, November twenty. Second. So, and you spoke with some people involved with the collection, right? I did. I spoke to uh, Claudia Einica, uh, and uh, she's the European uh, art uh, curator. And uh, we walked around while they were actually hanging the the some of the pictures, and it was very interesting to see them uh, sort of all leaning against walls and such, right? And, and, just and just like you do at home, scattered huh? around. <laughs> yeah. So. What are these guys hanging up right now? Um, the, a painting by Sisley, Alfred Sisley, um, an early painting by him called Rue, Rue Armalie, a street in, in Mali, which is on the outskirts of Paris, actually. It's where Versailles is. So, And I always look at that and very much remember that it, it basically looks the same way today. I'm Claudia Einecke, and I'm the Francis B. Bunzel Family Curator of European Art. Um, I think we, it's hard to underestimate the 
impact or the importance of, of this gift for the collection. Um, the High already had a very nice collection of Impressionist and Post-Impressionist uh, paintings, but uh, really the number of works, you know, 24 works of, of paint, 24 paintings of, of that caliber is really um, elevating the 19th century holding certainly to uh, a completely new level. It's comparable, if, if it is comparable to anything in our history, it's comparable to the uh, gift from the Crest Foundation in 1958 that brought uh, 39 Renaissance and Baroque paintings and sculptures uh, into the collection and at that time really established the European collection um, within the museum. Um, but that was a long time ago and of course we've had in the meantime many, many wonderful acquisitions in um, all areas of, of the history of art but um, to get a really major critical mass, if I can say it that way, um, all at, at one time, that's, that's really amazing. And that's, that's something that uh, curators dream of and hopefully have once in their lifetime happen to them, but not too many of them. <laughs> Is there a picture there that you like the best? I knew I like, would get that question. Um, Hard to tell, it, uh, it always depends, but I'm very interested in the, the small sketch by Matisse of a woman and the piano, because um, it is a small work and it is a sketch and it, it's not the most beautiful in the sense of you know, the most highly finished and um, uh, most naturalistic work, but because it is a sketch in preparation for, for a larger composition, you can see how he has changed the figure. He has erased, scratched, scraped away things that he's already painted and then changed the figure's position. And so you get a real sense for the, for the process of making the work. Um, and I also like the idea that uh, we know that this painting and, and the, paint, the larger painting, which is based on it, um, is set in his own studio or in his own apartment in uh, Nice, I think, at the time, which is very recognizable with that um, wallpaper and the furnishings that are. So it it's has, a, has a very personal and um, intimate kind of feel. Our connection to the artist in, is, is right there. I would guess uh, many of these you had not seen um, in person before. I had not seen any of them in person that I'm aware of, although, I mean, un before uh, Mr. Shaheen approached us and I went to the house and saw them there. Um, although a number of them have been in exhibitions over the years, different exhibitions, but I wouldn't be able to tell you if, if I saw any of those exhibitions and, and then would you notice necessarily one painting out of, because it well, never was an exhibition of his collection, so then that's something one would remember. But um, no, I'm pretty, I think it's pretty safe to say that I hadn't seen them. So it was pretty amazing to enter that house and uh, see all those masterpieces and all in amazing one place. things all in one place. and in a very normal house. Right. You can just walk up to them. Yeah, and them. yeah. It's really amazing. 
the, I guess the lots, lots of folks who will be coming to the uh, to the museum will not have seen these in person before. Exactly. Yeah, and and I know. Uh, yeah, it, where would they have seen? Exactly. I mean, it may be in an exhibition somewhere, but not at the high. Right. Somewhere where they were traveling, New York or wherever something might have been, but uh, no. And I also spoke with Schauke and at his uh, uh, at his home and also at his uh, uh, office up uh, uh, off Cumberland Boulevard, I guess. And uh, the of course, by the time I got to the Shaheen uh, house, all the pictures were gone. Oh, so yeah. there were a couple of uh, uh, Wyeths uh, on, uh, you know, in speaking of American undistinguished places, <laughs> right? Uh, but but all the all the good stuff had already been shipped over to the high. Not that there's anything wrong with a Wyeth. <laughs> if, you, if you have a Wyeth, you're doing pretty well. You're all right. Yeah. <laughs> I buy most of the stuff at auction because uh, I find the auctions. Uh, uh, are reliable. This I, is the this is the newest one, I think. That's right. I was just looking that's on their November website. Eleven, I think. Uh-huh. Or that. But uh, they have them back to back, and uh, although I don't go up to often, I I have made bids on them, but uh, you know I put a ceiling, but the often the uh, oh yeah runs way past the. Uh, but we've have you bid on some of the ones in the, I'm, in the I'm bidding on one in Christie's now. And is it the day uh, auction or the uh, night, yeah, night auction? The night auction, evening uh-huh. auction, yeah. I try to stick to the evening auction. I've, I started uh, uh, collecting here in Atlanta. Uh, there was a dealer that uh, came trying to sell uh, uh, Impressionist painting, and it was the Aronson Gallery, A-R-O-N-S-O-N Gallery. Mm-hmm. And uh, he got involved in selling some fakes to uh, a collector here. Uh oh. And uh, so I, I had bought uh, a little mink from him. Uh huh. And I, so I sent it to New York to have it see if it was uh, an original, and it was. Except I paid $34,000 for it, and the retail value around New York was. Like twelve to fourteen thousand, so that's my first experience with life dealers. <laughs> so, you came away a little uh, a short, a little I, miffed. That's that, right. Yes, but that didn't deter us. Uh-huh. Uh, then we went to New York and on uh, Walk Madison Avenue found a dealer there, and we got some nice paintings from. But then he sold us a fake too. <laughs> it was a Mary Cassatt, and he uh, guaranteed all his paintings except. Uh, he wouldn't take it back, so I had to sue him, and oh, he, he took it back. But that's not the way to go about it. So no. since that time, I've been buying at the auctions, really. And uh, do you I've, have a uh, somebody there that you talk to? Um, yeah, on each one of them, they, they have. Uh, there's people I know there, and I get them to uh, uh, bid for me. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And. Or it's worked out because I, I gave them a call yesterday just to uh, get a sense of uh, you know what um, what would be the the value of, of this gift that you're giving to the high and uh, they said well look on our website and you can look at the similar paintings and and I don't really know that that that's possible well, uh, dealers usually sell uh, higher than uh, the others right uh, one dealer a prominent dealer there said he th- thought he could get 60 million for it. 
but he wanted a 20% commission. And that would have been for the whole collection? Yeah, or, whole collection. Uh -huh. So uh, I said it wasn't for sale. Then he came back with 10% commission. <laughs> and, uh, but I, kidding him, I said it wasn't for sale, but would you guarantee that? Of course he wouldn't, of course. <laughs> and, but he told me of the success he had. So I said, I'll decide it's a sell it, I'll talk to you. But we all of us had intended to give it to the high, and our children wanted us to give it to the high. Now, how old are your children now? Uh, Bill is here is 56, and Gay is 53. And uh, you saw their pictures there. And, and uh, your daughter is Jay? G-A-Y, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's 53. And uh, he has a, 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 a Western-type home up on Jet Road. On, oh yeah. Uh, so uh, he, uh, they don't fit in his house, and my daughter is building a modern house, and they don't fit in a modern house. <laughs> but they were happy for us to uh, give it away, and they said the only thing is give it away while you're alive, so we don't have to. Uh, so uh, I did. So they didn't have to f uh, fuss with the... Fuss it, with it. That's right. Uh -huh. And they told if you have anything else valuable, give it away. <laughs> Give it away or sell it before we right. So, well, doesn't that doesn't that also keep the estate taxes from taking a bite out of it and such? Or well, when you give it away, it shouldn't uh, happen. It doesn't happen. Uh -huh. Most people that uh, die and have artwork want it valued as low as possible. Right. I want it valued yeah. because it's a gift. You know, it, right. it works out a little bit better that way. Yeah. Well, so it's it's interesting. You have these two um, very different interests. Uh, you've got uh, art on the one hand and business on the other hand. Well, yeah. Do they have anything to do with each other? I want to tell you how I got interested in art. I went to the University of Chicago, and undergraduate had a course in uh, art, which started with medieval art and went all the way to Impressionist art. Well, I graduated in 1950, and there was no contemporary art then. You know what I mean? Go and check out on AJC.com all the details. You'll find out, you know, how to go, when to go, all of that sort of thing. So thanks so much, Bo. Hey, thank you, Shane. Let's see what's happening in and around Atlanta over the next 10 days. It used to be a Thanksgiving Day tradition, but the annual lighting of the great tree at Macy's at Lenox Square was moved to the Sunday before Thanksgiving in 2015. This year marks the 72nd edition of the event and will include a musical backdrop from Glee star Leah Michelle, gospel great Cece Winans, and country artist Carly Pierce. The show is hosted by WSB-TV's Javita Moore and Zach Klein. The entertainment gets underway at 6.30 p.m. with the tree lighting ceremony slated to begin at 7 p.m. The Macy's All-Star Holiday Choir, Macy's Children's Choir, and Macy's Magical Stars will also perform. Head to Lenox Square in Buckhead for the annual Macy's Atlanta Great Tree Lighting beginning at 6.30 p.m. Sunday, November 24th. If you can't make it to the event, you can see the live telecast on WSB-TV Channel 2 at 7 p.m. Get more info at simon.com slash mall slash Lenox hyphen square. Get an early start on your holiday gift shopping at the Christmas at Callenwald Designer Showhouse and Holiday Market. 
or you can just enjoy the beautiful seasonal scenery as Atlanta's 27,000 square foot historic mansion is lavishly decorated by some of the most prestigious interior and floral designers in the Atlanta area. The event will also include guided tours, workshops, and live entertainment. Christmas at Callenwald happens November 29th through December 7th at the Callenwald Fine Arts Center at 980 Briarcliff Road. Tickets are $10 to $20 and you'll find those and more details on the events at callenwald.org. It's been an eventful year for Atlanta guitarist Glenn Phillips, who's been a part of the musical fabric of this town for more than 50 years. To cap the year off, he'll be marking the 20th year of his annual Day After Thanksgiving show at the Red Light Cafe. This past summer, he released his memoir, Echoes, The Hampton Grease Band, My Life, My Music, and How I Stopped Having Panic Attacks. It offers a behind-the-scenes look at Atlanta's embryonic rock scene and Phillips' decades-long career. To accompany the book, Phillips also released The Dark Parade, his first album of new material in 16 years. The book also comes with a live music DVD celebrating the 40th anniversary of Glenn's first solo album, Lost at Sea, which features a reunion of the band that played on that album and special guest Cindy Wilson of the B-52s on the encore. Catch Glenn Phillips live and in person at the Red Light Cafe on November 29th with sets at 8 and 10 p.m. Tickets are $15 in advance and $20 at the door, and you can get those at redlightcafe.com. You'll find the book, CD, and DVD, along with more from Phillips' back catalog at glennphillipsband.square.site. State Farm Arena plays host to the Black Friday R&B Megafest, which is chock full of great old school R&B and soul musicians, starting with the ever awesome Chaka Khan. Then the hits just keep coming with Jeffrey Osborne, The Whispers, Stephanie Mills, Freddie Jackson, Tony, 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 Montel Jordan, and more. It's a great way to end the biggest shopping day of the year, or just skip the gifts and take someone to the Black Friday R&B Megafest instead. The show starts at 6 p.m. November 29th at State Farm Arena, and tickets are $85 to $155. Get tickets and details at statefarmarena.com. For more things to do in and around Atlanta, go to AJC.com. Our senior editor is Nicole Smith. Podcast edited by Bria Felicien. Music by Bo Emerson and Billy Guen. And I'm your host, Shane Harrison. Join us next week for more Access Atlanta.